Are you ready for this? We're here! Hi, what's your name? I'm Joe Fowler. Hi, I'm Ron Popeil. I chose anybody. Hi, what's your name? I'm Tom Purvis, trainer to the trainers. Hi, I'm Mike Levy. Hold on to your power rod. But wait. What are you doing? Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call or log on now. Call now. Call right now. Call in the next 18 minutes. Call in the next 16 minutes. Call in the next 7 minutes. Call these numbers right now. Hello and welcome to Call Now, presented by Natural Light Natterdays, where we plunge headfirst into the surreal world of infomercial. And while we can't offer you free shipping, we can guarantee that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are definitely those of this network. Thank you, Tim. My name is Dan Sturdivant. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host on this three-man we've known as Call Now, presented by Natural Light Natterdays. And... You don't have time in your busy life to wait for food, do you, Mark Pedrotti? Whoa, I, I'm glad you asked about food because I just had a really good dump dinner. <laughs> oh, oh boy, hey, sometimes uh, sometimes you're the dump and sometimes you're the dinner. And listen, if we're lucky, we might solve the mystery of what's in the middle of the mystery cake himself, Dave Sandrini. Hello, Dave. Hey, why don't you get me an open face club? Maybe a sand wedge. I get it. Oh, oh he's a he's a linksman. Right at it. God. Guys, listen, hey, if you missed it, and shame on you. What are you First of all. Second, you can check out the links to the full Watch Party episode, both as a podcast and on YouTube. Both available, because last week, we kept it in the kitchen. We watched a woman cook 1,400 different meals in 24 minutes. And while it wasn't quite a dumb cake, we had no problem passing Kathy Mitchell and Joe Farrago with the Express. Ready, set, Go! The following is a paid advertisement for the Express Ready, Set, Go. Brought to you by GT Direct, Louisville, Colorado. We don't have time in our busy lives to wait for food, so we fall into the fast food rut or buy carb-filled snacks thanks to the all-new Express Ready, Set, Go. Well, this is the first SJPL, Stan Jacobs, friend of the pod. Shout out, Stan. Mm. Shout out, friends. Mm. Go with Joe. Shout out, Ross. Shout out, pod. <laughs> sure. Shout out, Pod. Did I say any other words you want to shout yeah, out? You could say Pod again. Shout out, Pod again. And sorry. You could actually say shout out, shout out, because you said shout out also. Oh, is this a Metacast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this a Metapod? Yeah. Yes. Shout out, oh, Metapod. Nice. I didn't abandon you, Metapod. Shout out, Pokemon. He's evolving. Yeah. All right. The Beedrill. Wrong. <laughs> Wait. That's, no, no, that's sorry, sorry, show. sorry. No. No. Scratch it. It's Butterfree. Here's the butter. Beedrill's a Kakuna. My bad. We're sorry. Wow. Yeah, but then once he gets a little butter while he waits, then he can evolve to... All right. You guys think so, don't you? All right. Well, anyways, this is the first Stan Jacobs production that we've covered since we spoke to Stan ourselves. And the best analogy I can draw is that if Call Now was a college course... The three-course classic. Which it will undoubtedly be someday, of course. Sure. And the three of us were students, I would say... We started out cocky and arrogant, like we knew more than the teacher. I know I've screwed up stakes. Everybody does. And then we watched Pitch People. You did a good job. And it was like, we actually did the reading for the first time. We're like, you get my turkey brining or marinade booklet. Oh, this actually is kind of, kind of cool. And it kind of blew our minds. Contact Body Blast treats the mind and the body. And then like we were heading into our 400 level like capping class and we thought we had some adjunct and we're like, all right, whatever. It's going to be fine. We'll talk to this guy. No big deal. And this deal gets even better. And we thought we knew we were getting into. And then Stan isn't a movie guy who likes infomercials. He's a goddamn infomercial black belt who was raised in film school and holds a doctorate in direct marketing from the Morris School of Product Sales with dual concentration and speed and deficiency mm-hmm. and wrote the whole course curriculum, okay? Yeah. So 
I'm not trying to raise the bar too high for us here, but I did really feel watching this one, I had a good sense of how it was going to play out. Like, I mm-hmm. felt like I knew what to expect, expect a lot of speed. You can have it. Ding. Great photography. Now look at Morgan. And Kathy talking while cooking. And we don't cook the onions too much. Which is an incredible skill that Stan tipped us off to with Miss Kathy Mitchell and everything she was able to do throughout the presentation of the Express Ready, Set, Go. Go. And also knew we weren't going to see a few things. We weren't going to see any fake testimonials. And that's important to me. And we weren't going to see any crowds. Yes, and moving through the 24 plus minute sprint. Running with the paint stick. I felt like I was able to keep up. For the most part, because, you know, we've done the proper training. Shout out Tom Purvis. I'm Tom Purvis, trainer to the trainers. And you're listening to Call Now Podcast. Yeah, but did you guys have the same sense going through that, even though it was a million miles a minute? Whoa, cowboy. That it was digestible. Because I feel like we kind of, you know, we're in our age of enlightenment when it comes to understanding. Hang on, Voltaire. Infomercials, especially those from <laughs> from Stan Jacobs himself. Yes, but... Ron. I think that if we came into this without knowing Stan's track record, which we can't really suggest that that would have happened, but let's just say it did. Is it going to get it up, you're saying? I still think we would have appreciated it for much of the same reasons. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Yeah. Definitely. It checked a lot of the boxes that we look for. Feels more relaxed Watch. than a lot of other infomercials do. 25 second rosemary turkey meatloaf. You know. It's hard to do where you can move that quickly. And we've got a built-in timer. And cover that much. Listen, I have so much fun. It's like the number of foods that they cook mm-hmm. and show is incredible. Oh, it's incredible. But you're right. Somehow it's not overwhelming because of how it's presented didn't feel like it was faked, right? Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. I think the fact that they kept going back to the same machine each time, right? I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. They would start a meal and then keep going down the line. So they had 70 of them there. 64. But they kept going back to the actual ones, it seemed like. Yeah. It might have been some infomercial magic to make some things look better than they really were, but I don't think it was. I think he was playing it straight. Keep your back straight. But, yeah. I mean, there's no way of telling that, but yes, the continuity of starting it and showing it and starting it and showing it in that order. It seems dumb. Oh no, you just have to put it in order, but like there's a lot of moving pieces to do it like that. And you actually need, cause it's a 24 minute piece. I'll say it looks like a piece of art. Yucko now. You can't say I'm going to put this in for 15 minutes. And then two minutes later yeah. you, you pops. Like it, it seemed like time was pretty well adjusted to what you thought it was. Time is a flat circle. And, and that was kind of cool. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that makes me think that, maybe or possibly there were a few different takes or maybe they did it a few times was stan explaining to us the editing in pitch people where who's the guy that we loved and they filmed it three times muscuzio at the big e muscuzio you have to be financially constipated to walk away from this deal where i was like it's moving so fast and the edit really does create speed i mean the character does too Mm -hmm. you know like kathy delivering her thing that helps too but i don't think it's out of the question let me ask you uh, a personal question he kind of hyper edited maybe a few different you know three rounds of cooking or something like that i'm cooking that's okay to do i think i have no problem with that believe you've got some very pressing problems yeah i'm just saying it probably wasn't clean through 24 minutes yeah it probably wasn't the wally nash and it's only taken three thousand years to find it cooking you a meal for 18 minutes because you're right you probably wouldn't be able to have kind of the continuity with the speed to get everything cooked in that amount of time yeah but yeah i think they definitely still went in that linear fashion where they never like jumped around or like said they made something or like i started this yesterday 
we we got Cajun gumbo. Where this turkey's been cooking for four hours. It's not done yet. It's so like, pull it out, and it's about three quarters of the way done now. We don't know that, right? There was never mm -hmm. like the as much as we love to poke holes in some of that stuff. They didn't give us any of those obvious ones of like, well, why didn't you show us that? Have us over for a nice family meal, and there's no food in sight. Yeah, like, well, where was that when you were doing Are it? Are we early or something? Yeah. It's easy. It's a B-roll cutaway with a shit graphic. And even that, like, at least you're showing that you're trying. And that'll be done. And they didn't even open the door for that stuff because it's just like, bop, 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 keep walking down the line. And again, I would love to walk into someone's house and see a countertop lined with any one cooking system. A nice cooking system. <laughs> and then being like, oh, we're doing breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, apps, and desserts. City minis, yes. Okay. Yeah. In these 45 machines I bought, Vic. Yeah. Wow. What an interesting way to spend sixteen hundred dollars, like that's incredible. That's incredible. She does what you're supposed to do in those scenarios. That's all I do. Which is like make something. Nothing's easy to cook. Like nothing's easy, right? Nothing is ever as simple as it sounds, is it? Like make it easy by having all of your mise en place. French champagne pasta. Like all of your stuff Ooh. ready. Ooh, yeah, there you go. All right. Ooh, is this a French episode? How about some cacovin, white rice, and tender green beans? Like all of that ready. It's like, oh, I just dump in the exact amount of waffle in there. Dump it in. Because I didn't do that yet. And that's a smart move. You know, like I feel like a lot of the yeah. other cooking infomercials we've seen try to do that. This is fun. Here. You want to try the paint Come stick? On. But they don't do it as cleanly as Kathy and Stan have done. I'm gonna be squeegee clean. Yeah. You know what they do in this too is this is like a lot of the other ones. They make food prepping and all this very easy look. Yes. Yeah. Pre-cut gems. Yeah. Pre-cut gems. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. go back to that episode. Now from the ancient Orient to your modern kitchen. She has that one thing and she like rolls up. It's like almost like a burrito she's doing. Now you like wrap. Mm -hmm. She did like the perfect size and there was like fold, 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 and it fit perfectly in there. That is so hard to do in one shot. That's one shot. That's one shot, Jake. That's one shot. Yeah, I would fuck that up five times. 64. Yeah, yeah. it made that yeah. look easy. I make this look good. But it's not. Not anymore. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I'm not even saying one shot in terms of television, like straight through, start to finish. I'm saying if you gave me one rap, mm -hmm. like I would destroy multiple raps. These are the ones that I like a two spike. Just to get to what she got in one effort. Rolled it up and it fits. Okay. Best technique. It's the four. Yeah, definitely a lot of skill there. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, Kathy's a, a legit cook. Like, she's yeah. someone who is known for the millions of products that she's endorsed. And it's something that Stan had kind of pointed us to. Look at that. It's like, the thing that is so amazing about her is that she's somebody who is a cook first yep. and can really do some of the hardest things, which is cook and talk at the same time. I'm gonna make kind of a Mexican stacked pizza. And because he said that, I was looking and listening for it more in this and didn't feel like the old Ron Popeil ADR of, and now I'm cooking. And my coconut shrimp is now done. But now I'm over here with- And that'll be done. It's like, wait a minute. Hold it, Ron. This sounds like shit. It felt like this is all just Kathy just running straight through end to end. Throw the broccoli away, drank the water. And it was noticeable, the skill, like you guys are saying, yeah. of like, oh, she's actually cooking all this shit and seems to care about what at least she's putting in there. I don't care! Because it wasn't a piece of meat. Go ahead and stand right here. Or it's just a shitload of one food. You're going to have lasagna for tonight. You'll have it for Wednesday, next oh. Sunday. And you know, you could even freeze it and serve it next week. Yep. She made the effort to make things into at least a small moon-shaped meal. Quick, delicious, satisfying yeah. meal. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And it all made sense too. It wasn't like 
you'd have vegetables, fries, fish, and a chicken. I can't believe you grilled something that looks that amazing at the same time you air fried all the onion rings and french fries. Well, you better believe it. I just did it right in front of you. What do you think? It's kind of mixed together and all smelling and tasting the same. You come home and it smells like you brought the party home with you. Oh, it go? You're cooking. I'm cooking. The steak. I got some uh, fillets for later on. on. Like with the onions and the juice. It's like, oh, that's going to taste Awesome. Yeah. Very tasty. Compared to you, the thieves method. Oh, yeah. You gonna try yeah. it? You get the feeling <laughs> that Kathy was like, oh, this is the product. And she was like, oh, it'd be fun to make this thing in it. Big, thick, man-sized sandwiches. It'd be fun to make that in I've it. I've got some little smoky sizzling. And I was like, oh, and you can do a muffin if it gets this hot. You know what I mean? Two or three different kinds of muffins. Whereas Thies is yeah. kind of like coming in like, Oh, yeah, he's the chef. Eric Thies has an acclaimed chef. And he has a chef coat. I don't even need special clothes. Is that crazy, guy? All right. And it's like, all right, <laughs> all right. maybe you were a chef. Former restaurant owner. But why aren't you a chef right now? I'm not going to make light of somebody losing their job. Why aren't you giving us something good to eat? I can tell you. It's not cooked. He's just like, if you just keep putting things in the machine. All right, what do you think? You want to do a cheese pull? <laughs> I just did it right in front of you. What do you think? You know, it's just like, what do you do? Like, make something you like, man. You know, I mean, I think you're pointing out why Tease freaks us out so much. Because it's like, are you a chef? Now you know him as America's favorite on-air TV chef. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've looked at him also. You know Fucking cock. And that kind of does it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Creepy John Travolta. Shout out, Jen. Jenny, you're going to love that. Shout out Jen. Yeah. <laughs> but Kathy seems like she's just like, hey, like if the camera wasn't rolling, I would still be cooking food for my friends and family. I heard this is your dad's favorite. Keep up. Yeah. You know what was great? Like, there was no gags in this one at all either. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like funny yeah. gags like that, but there were a couple of technique gags that I thought, like, remember when she sends uh, Joe to the refrigerator? You can go back to the refrigerator and bring me a pan you'll find in there. Okay. Hey, you want to grab that thing in the refrigerator? Hey. And they yeah. do that. They just cook the omelet with the potatoes in it, right? Eggsters. <laughs> or potatoes and eggs. Yep. Yeah. But she told you basically, oh, you can prep this in advance. Like, I don't think we yeah. ever had this before. Look at the before. That's terrible. But she used kind of a gag to do that, which I thought was a really cool way to get your, like, kind of like mind spinning about how to use this thing. Wow, that's a lot easier to use than all the appliance contraptions we got for wedding gifts. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and Kathy, she's an industry legend. Kathy Mitchell, America's foremost cooking product expert. She's been doing this forever. Thousands and thousands. And the gentleman she was offset by Joe Farrago. Mm. Trivago. I try to not like him. All right, Dano. I don't know why. Well, it's a lot more than about being fat. I... I wanted to dislike him. I like him now. I said no. I think because I feel like you're just trying to get on Joe Fowler's corner. Hey, we have we have an official bet. And that I wanted to be offended by that. I really liked him. Things are a lot clearer. You know? He's good. He was there step for step with it. Step up in safety. He was a dorky dad enough to be just what you needed for the mediocre jokes. He makes the best beats I've ever had. Just kind of roll with the punches. And you got like the one-two punch. But the background of him that again. Stan tipped us off on of him being a stand-up comic. It's fun. Sometimes funny. And then he uh also on Joe Fowler's corner. Whoa. He's got some stats in the old uh, in the world of cinema. Joe Farrago. Yeah. Wow. I didn't look into it. Yeah. I think like Joe, he was typecasted, right? Very good question. This Joe was typecasted as an anchor man, assistant director, something, you know, TV anchor man, something like that. But he was in The Terminator. Yeah. I'll be back. He was in The Abyss. Whoa. He's in The Rookie. Just a bit outside. He's in Star Trek The Undiscovered Country. They think it's Russia? Like he's been in some like yeah. 
serious stuff. Are you serious? Dan, I wasn't going to go there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did you also see what else he did? Where do you see this? He became a firefighter after 9-11. Whoa. Whoa. Did he really? Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Whoa. No wonder he was doing movies with James Cameron. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So here you go. So in 2001, after the September 11th attacks, Frago became a firefighter. He was part of a Type 2 federal incident management team deploying to Hurricanes Katrina and Rita in 2005. And he currently teaches FEMA and DHS public information officer and incident command courses to first responders and emergency management personnel across the country. Wow. So, yeah, um, I tried to dislike this guy. I'm so glad that I came down on um, <laughs> on liking him now that, Mark, you've pointed me to this guy actually being, like, an all-time great guy, I guess. A hero, yeah. If that's what you've decided to do. Wow. <laughs> Guys, he is a lot like Joe Fowler. That was close. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that he's now in the fold for things. One thing about Kathy, too, I don't mean to do this to Joe, but I think she one-ups him. And I'm really sorry I'm having to say this. Dan, do you know what show Kathy was on? Uh, I know that it was in 2009. I know that it was on Adult Swim. Yeah. No, come on. Yes. Yeah. For your health, she was on Check It Out with Steve Brule. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here in the kitchen with a brand new exciting product called The Griddleman. And I have a friend to help me introduce it to you from Channel 5 News, Dr. Steve Brule. No Check way. it out. Uh-huh. What's yep. the bit? What's a bit? Panini's a sandwich. Maybe we'll sling a little bonus 10 after this. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so she's in the Tim and Eric goddamn universe. universe. Butterboy is coming to town. Yeah. So she gets it too, right? And that's one of the things that we always say. It's like, you got to have a sense of humor about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And the points about like, yeah, you can have be a great film director or producer and make something that's beautiful, but it's not going to sell shit. Like there's a reason that there's a formula and there's a look and feel. And you got to hit those beats. Power driver beats the competition. And some of that involves like the amount of humility it takes. But yeah, some of this stuff is kind of schlocky and funny and strange. Kind of all around weird guy. But that's how you get people to, yeah. when they're drunk at 2 a.m. to pick up their phone. Call now. And order a moon-shaped cooking device. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if that's how they stumbled across it. Because Wareheim is such a, a foodie. Something in that fucking rotted shrimp where that cocktail sauce gave me a allergic reaction. He's a food boy. Yeah, I wonder if he knew. I wonder if he knew about her. Yeah. We'll ask him. All right. We'll get him on the program and, and ask all these questions and more. Six times more. Shout out. Shout out to Tim and Eric. Both welcome anytime. Door's always open. Uh, just let us know. Contact our Tim and we'll get you on the program. Tim Apple. Ooh, Tim's. Tim, you awake. Couple of Tim's. Cutting it up. We can have a special Patreon episode of Tim versus Tim. I want to look like that guy. We can do a whole series on Facebook of Tim versus Tim. I said no. The Timinator. I'll be back. <laughs> well, so I guess we can, we'll give like the four second. In less than 10 seconds. Product overview. So one of the great product sales taglines for this is no time to cook. <laughs> You'll have to think of a new excuse with the express ready, set, go in your kitchen. Not anymore. So this handy electric grill cooks, bakes, steams, fries, and grills in a flash thanks to dual heating elements. And you got like the one-two punch. That cut cooking time practically in half. In half? So get ready, get set, and go enjoy mouth-watering meals in minutes. So from a design perspective, it looks just like the Foreman grill. George Foreman and the American people. With the lid that comes down. Now we're going to put the lid on. Big difference is that it looks like it's flat. It's not pitched, so you're not getting any of that, that drainage. It just drips that fat right off of the food. And 
the advancement on this one from its predecessors is that it has the multiple inserts. So I think the original, I think it was just the half moons, if I remember right. You took out that center divider. So now you have 25% more cooking area. And then they made us like, wait, what if we don't restrict ourselves to only moon-shaped foods? What if we do round ones too? Personal pizzas. And you're like, yes, yes. you guys fucking get it. You guys are nice. Sound nice and easy. So that was the big thing where the inserts here. So you had the moon-shaped inserts. This is the new insertable divider pan. Those had the mini pans. This is the mini food pan, and it's probably my favorite. Which get a little bit wild. Awesome. Whoa, cowboy. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really it though. That's all I do. It has timer on it. And that'll be done. One heat. It takes about 13 minutes to heat up. More waffle maker than Foreman, somehow. Ah, that is very sneaky. It feels more bakey. I think that's why. Yeah. yeah. I was still really happy to see that they're actually inserts and they come out and you can wash them. So why wouldn't you have more than one washing machine? Because I know we talked about it before, like the foreman grills, like even waffle makers, like the inserts don't come out and it gets, Never wash a waffle it gets, it gets weird. <laughs> and when you were saying this, Dan, I was almost like, oh, I wonder if the first one had the insert. It wasn't an insert. It was just part of it. And they're like. Let's kill two birds with one stone. I mean, that was a big turkey, let's man. Let's put different inserts in here and let's make it washable. What the Sputnik does, so, hopefully it compresses yeah. the soap and the water in into the fabric. Yeah, you can actually wash it. Yeah. That's how they should have phrased it. Oh, wow, this is really clean. <laughs> you don't have to lie about cleaning it. I, I can honestly say the clarity is, it's, it's incredible. It's an alternative to something like the Foreman Grill and actually a good one. Wow, I'm actually shrinking. Whereas like a lot of these things yeah. we see, it's an alternative to, I don't know, one of Ron's things or something. And you're like, here's how you steam bake a coffee can, fruit and nut bread. Not yeah. better. You're just doing this because you bought a lot of airtime. You don't have to use eggs. You know, we got a lot of capacity, brother. Incredible six quart capacity. <laughs> you know, tell me how hungry you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. You gonna try you it? Make, <laughs> put a tea some more? You have good news. <laughs> what if I was steaming in front of you news? I know you're dying for a piece of this. Oh, I'm serious. Sorry to say, Graham. Why did they say something like that? Are you serious? <laughs> I just did it. <laughs> the juices are literally cascading down the skin. I just did it right in front of you. What do you think? I'm gonna show you my candy bacon. Yeah, I go again, being completely insane. <laughs> Is that crazy good? All right, sorry. All right. I wanna hear him make fun of you guys. So first of all, it's not done yet. <laughs> yeah. They call themselves an air fryer grill. You just show up at your house with like a baseball bat and like a couple other bad boys. The hungriest gorillas. They're like, you fucking with these? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so do you think we're better than them? <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, and listen, I was in for all of the crazy shit that Kathy said. That's your pizza calling. And was cooking. How about a corn dog? And I hung in the pocket. Right up until I heard cookitsa. Kind of a giant cookie pizza. I call it a cookitsa. <laughs> and then I finally gave in and I, I had to just ask, why? Religion, greed, money, sex. But why? 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 Guys, this is maybe the first reasonable infomercial that we've witnessed. Back fat and bat wings. What? You're about to become very surprised, Mimi. I, the product is quirky. It makes the best pizza I've ever had. Oh. But not ridiculous. That's your pizza calling. The host is quirky. How about a corn dog? But not ridiculous. I heard this is your dad's favorite. There is a wholesome quality here that is achieved by a pitch woman who, first of all, is making things that you actually would want to eat. City minis, yes. Okay. <laughs> At least me. Shut up, Dave. The strategy is to hammer the... Ow! It's hammer time. The audience with the delicious abilities of one 
little mighty product. Candy bar filled cake. My money's on Kathy for making sure that happened or collaboration between Kathy and Stan. The mix mode is over here. But shout out to our friend Stan who no BS. I'm not kidding. Produced a show that actually feels like you're in the audience. Doesn't hypnotize you with the cult leader tactics. And don't forget you get the $30 solid flavor injector absolutely free. But instead makes you feel at home as the food keeps flying at you. Look at that. And then all of a sudden, you're in the call now bit, phone in hand. The Express, ready, set, go. It's the first kitchen infomercial that plays more like a PBS cooking show. I want to show you how much sear we've got already on that steak. And it does a whacked out product sale. Little doggy in and there. And I think for that reason, it makes it more relaxing experience and a more you know, more than your typical infomercial show. Anybody want to try to butter thigh do it? It felt to me like this was like if you gave a product to PBS, which you can't do because it's PBS. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like if PBS was like, hey. if America's Test Kitchen was like, here's a product we're trying to sell. I know that you sell these steak knives individually. And they're like, okay, let's take it seriously and actually cook things in this. Why aren't you going to use it to jack up this car? You know what I mean? And they just, they kind of... Yeah made it work. Can you see that working? There wasn't the silly sales bits that, you know, that happened. How many ovens do you have in your kitchen? I kind of got zoned in. It's in the red zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the Great Walk looked the most like a PBS cooking show because the technology. I'll trade you my property. No, you won't. It's from the early 80s, which is what they used at PBS up until March yeah. of this year. 2020. So that had the look and feel, but Wally is just Sales on sales on sales. First of all, without even haggling, we're going to take $10 off the price. So you're right in that sense where this felt a touch more genuine. I heard this is your dad's favorite. Mm -hmm. And we kind of buried part of the lead here, I guess, is Kathy is, I guess, the somewhat rare pitch woman. Or a woman. Yeah. Pitch people, pitch persons is a predominantly male profession. That's right. Probably more so actually on the road circuit, right from what we saw in the film Pitch People. Mm -hmm. Feels like at least a 10 to 1 ratio. Which you'll find in the turkey frying chart. What we've seen in the ones who crank through onto the long form infomercial platform itself, I feel like it's even greater than that. It's for whatever reason. But everything you said about this being successful and digestible are all credits to Kathy, Kathy Mitchell under the guidance of Stan. Yeah. So it feels like maybe there should be more than that. I'm more fanatic about freshness than ever before. This isn't a woke take by any stretch. Keep your back straight. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really like my stupidity catching up to me like, oh yeah, there aren't a lot of women that do this for some reason. Like if a woman wants to work out. Which feels strange because HSN QVC, I feel like is 90% women. Yep. I feel like it's an exact flip of this. When it hits the first beat, yeah. that's going to tell us when to flip it. But About this product in general, like... The product general? Ride with the general. I feel like if this was dropped off to my house right now and I plugged it in, I would know how to use it without anything telling me how to use it. This is a unit that if you have it, you will use Ooh, it. It's yeah. one of the rare products very intuitive yeah, yeah that i'd be afraid to like fuck something up with it you can't make any mistakes with it or i mean i guess like the power driver in this those are self-explanatory yeah that's a good point but like imagine like the instructions for like the ron popio like pasta maker and like and like those sort of things or the fryer or the yeah the fryer big Take yeah. the charcoal filter. And every 90 days. Take the turkey frying chart. Take a look at some of these charts. You're now three quarters of the way done. How much time is needed to fry the top three quarters of your turkey? Use the safety hands. Lift out, mm -hmm. up, and mm -hmm. down. Like, you lift up, out, and down. Oh, man. Uh, their demographic um, 
probably aren't the best readers. I hope they had an audio copy mm-hmm. of those instructions because they're definitely laying some yeah. shit on fire. They're either burning their fingers. <laughs> or get a pair of insulated gloves. Or they're blowing them off on 4th of July. <laughs> now, I noticed that you're wearing gloves. Yeah, they're burning what's left of their fingers. <laughs> yeah. With gloves on. What? It's like the bullet. The magic bullet. And it's like the foreman. I got the four foot challenge here, but it's kind of like, okay, here's other things you can do with it. If you actually had it, you probably have a home base. Now the basic walks For what you're going to actually do with this thing do you like to do it yourself which is like yeah i kind of just like making smoothies with my magic bullet how is the mood striking you now yeah, yeah. i kind of just like yeah. making paninis with my george foreman hey, this is like a panini and this one's like yeah i kind of just like making waffles in yeah, we barely had time for breakfast and now lunch is ready but like that's not what sells it to you you know you want to see that it can do every freaking thing everything is clear yeah. i like making chopped up mini corn dogs because yeah. that way they get dog in every bite you mean little smokies those little smoky links the little smokies the smokies Smoke. No. Uh-uh. Can we talk about those corn dogs? Those are not corn dogs. Don't panic. Why? Yeah, she called them corn dogs. All right. Now look over here because here's our corn dog. It was cornbread batter with chopped up hot dogs in, in them. Fine. That's a corn dog. I said no. That's the same thing as the omelet she makes. The world's best no fold. This omelet. is my big yeah. gripe with it. Like, I hate oh. the way they make omelets. Perfect. Omelet. They made the corn dog the same way they made the omelets. Dump it in. Yeah. The cooking system. System. You got a system. I got a system. No, I don't know. All right. If you put the dough that you had for a pizza, a workable bread dough, all Uh the ingredients, ingredients in the dough all together, and then cooked it, is that a pizza or is that just bread? Or a homemade Italian pizza bread? What do you mean? How is that not a pizza? Explain how it isn't a pizza. How do you prove a negative? He's saying if the ingredients are mixed into the dough. I've never had bread that moist before. Can you still call it a pizza? It's not um, pizza. Not pizza. Separation of church and state. But she yeah. didn't do that. Well, that's his corn dog take. That's she did that with a corn dog. She did that with the omelet. Those are not omelets. Oh yeah. Well, it's just convenience, mate. Good day, mate. Isn't it just convenience, mate? Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. You know. Let's not. Yeah. It's like if you are going to make a corn dog in this, which would be great, you're gonna have to do it this way. I don't eat meat. And this is the version of the corn dog that you're getting in this particular cooking system. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I'm the version of the corn dog you're getting on this podcast, but that is the version of the corn dog you're getting with the express ready set go. I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. I'm like it's a corn dog maker. Enough corn dogs to feed a small army. <laughs> Dude, you're the corn dog system. Yeah. I don't think that any infomercial has a good way to make an omelet unless it's just a frying pan. Now, look, let's start with yeah. the pan. <laughs> Yeah. Unless you're like, it's a frying pan, like sliding an egg around. And you should saute your ingredients first. I know everything that's in here, so it's all natural. It's very helpful. Then put the eggs in. How many eggs? Then when eggs form, Mm -hmm. spatula. You can call it a spatula if you like. Move. Go. Move. Go ahead and stand right here. Flip if you're greedy. And flip it over. You know, getting fancy. It's just downright elegant. Don't just put cheese in and fold it. You're going to have shit runny eggs in the middle. You can serve them wet, but you still got to cook the other side. You just want to puddle. You went from a sagging bottom. It's because all these products have timers on them. Like there's a process to. And we've got a built-in timer. Making an omelet. It's a system. It's a nice cooking system. It's a system. It's no. Abundant idea system. It bothers me. I'm sorry. We're sorry. You're entitled to that. Yeah. Now here's six-time world champion Jack Ham. What did you want to see? A corn dog that had like a wooden stick that you put in there? Oh, look at the wood oh, like a proper corn dog? Yeah, exactly. That's right. She made a corn dog, put a stick in it, put it in there, fried Dude, it the same way. She mm-hmm. could have made 
a corn dog the size of a shoe. She used the half moon size thing mm -hmm. and got like a jumbo dog. Yeah. Little doggy and in there. You put that in there and filled the whole thing with a loaf. And then you make a corn dog loaf. Five loafs of meat. Yeah. Oh. You take the whole thing out and you do it in slices. Yeah. Slice dog. What, what, <laughs> is the bad dog back? What about like a flattened <laughs> hot dog? Like a, a half moon shaped hot dog. It's flattened. Does she look macho to you guys? Then you do it all like that. That's all yeah. I do. Moon dog? Moon dog. Yeah, you do a moon dog. <laughs> you do a moon dog with the bad dog. Dog's over my hammy? No. Moon's over my doggy? Uh-uh. Yeah, we'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll, Put that in the workshop, we brother. <laughs> Welcome back to the workshop where we work out our best goods. Nah, we won't do that. <laughs> Just make NASCAR sounds. Mm -hmm. Right at it. Brought to you by Natural Light Natterdays. <laughs> Don't drink and drive on the track. Doge drink and drive. <laughs> Speaking of crypto. Oh. Speaking of crypto, it's time for the Ronnie's. We all know infomercials love to claim that the products they're pitching are award winning. But let's not forget that they wouldn't have any of those imaginary awards without the hard work of the stars of these infomercials, and that's why each week. The boys hand out the Ronnies, their acknowledgement of the greatest moments of these informative and supposedly objective works of art. They're named in honor of the godfather and patron saint of TV pitchmen, me, Ron Popeil. Well, boys, hey, whether you like it or not, it's time for the Ronnie. Take that for data. And our first category is the Lynn Gerhardt There's a treasure underneath. Award for Best value proposition. <laughs> they hit him pretty quick. They hit him pretty fast. They hit him pretty repeatedly. And now that we know more about Joe Farrago, I see why there is so much emphasis on saving you. So first, they'll save you time. We don't have time in our busy lives to wait for food. It's a tiny oven, so it cooks real fast. So fast. It'll save energy. And saves up to 70% in oven energy costs. Probably compared to an oven. Hey, did I mention this is also a pizza oven? Or if it's like, a microwave and a fryer system and the cooking system, perfect steak system, barbecue system. System, you got a system that I got a system. system. They said it could save 70%. 18. So there's that. All right, Dano. Save money. Look at the money I'm saving. Because, I don't know, it's like you're drunk and you can order a pizza or you can make a pizza. I'm gonna make kind of a Mexican stacked pizza. Ooh, come on, man, I got the Spress. Grandma Farrago's uh, favorite. I got the Spress piece, babe. And our final nominee, you finally have the opportunity to consume a predominantly moon-shaped food diet. This is the new insertable divider pack. Which pan. studies have shown. It's university tested. Nothing. Oh, gosh. Because you just eaten weirdly shaped foods. Looks like a bowling alley down there. They're all shaped like moons. Yeah. So I thought that was very cute. And that's important to me. Wouldn't a pancake be shaped like a moon, too? Just a full moon? Pancaked by drunk dump truck driver. Yeah. Sure. You can do any moon. Yeah. Waxing crescent. Oh, we're gonna need more wax! Waning crescent. I don't even own a gun. Mm -hmm. You know? This is easy. I can do it. I will not do it, Master Bruce. I will not do it. Okay. It's save energy. 70% compared to what? Doesn't matter. I don't care! It's a tiny little <laughs> electrical thing. Now, I'm gonna take this electric drill and I'm gonna put it right in the water. Are you You're going to save more energy than you would in your oven. And, you know, as an okay. energy conscious man or a woman, I think that that's really like, that's the point. Save money, whatever. Spending all that money at the fancy steakhouse. Moon shaped foods. No. no. The same time, tiny oven. Every other infomercial has that. Wow. Shots fired. You know, the tiny oven, everyone has that. I think it's the save energy. Saving energy. You can do this in 20 minutes. In just 20 to 30 minutes. 
three times a week. You can feed your boys. You can feed the hungriest gorillas. You have a good nose. And, uh, <laughs> and that's what I'm sticking with. We are better. Nice. I'm going to checkmate you. It's save time. Right on time. Because while you save time, you're also saving energy. I save time and energy. Because you're not using that time to spend that energy to cook your food. You're also saving money. Sputnik saves you money, too. Because... Energy is money, so... Ah, that is very sneaky. Yeah, saving time is actually saving time, energy, and money, so... So I put two and two together, two, two... And then I agree with everything you said. Oh, I have to agree! But time's a flat circle, so... We are creatures that should not exist by natural law. My, it's me. No. I said no. You're both wrong, and Mark, you just made the case. Take a look. Right here. For exactly why. Via the transitive property, because time is money. Save you a ton of time and money. And so if the energy saves you time, which saves you money, <laughs> then it's pyramid scheme. Now look at that. And you've both fallen into the trap that was laid very early on, which I couldn't have done any better if I had tried. Who wants to try some? Yeah, which I obviously did very hard by scheming all this just for this moment right now. All right. So obviously it's that you're saving money because you're laying out just under 40 bucks. And you've got moon-shaped foods for days. You'll have it for Wednesday, next oh. Sunday, and you know, you could even freeze it and serve it next week. You're saving all that energy. 70% on energy costs. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know. Yeah. See, there's a nice misleading entrant to lure Dave in. Got you, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So 70% on energy costs compared to conventional ovens, which we know, big oven. We know they're going to come for us eventually, and until they do, we're going to come right at you, okay? We're not going to back down. So let me ask you, are we better? Avenatti, okay? We're going for it. So I'm going to ask again, are we better? So, and like you said, you're saving all that energy, you're saving that time, time is money, and that's it. You're going to be rich. I've been a rich man. With an express race set go. So you're welcome for your early retirement from Kathy and Joe. Voila. Ready to save time and money? Think of the money I'm saving. And that's gonna save you a lot of money on energy. Save time, money, and calories. <laughs> Shopping at Zales. Oh, babies. We're heading to Zales. Every kiss begins with K. But and booty. we're also heading to the Barry Ozer. If you want to see what 13 inches looks like. Award for best piece of the package. Add some nuts. So this is the Express Ready, Set, Go system. That's the whole system. <laughs> We're not going to include the, the Express Ready, Set, Go. So you got to pick one of the other pieces that are included in this infomercial. And the nominees are the divider pan. The insertable divider pan. Shout out, Moon Shape Foods. Welcome back. Moon. Got the mini pan. This is the mini food pan, and it's probably my favorite. Get some cine minis. Cine minis, yes. Get some little corny doggies. It'll be okay. Because that way they get dog in every bite. The dual-sided spatula. Hello. Dual-purpose spatula. The Meals and Minutes recipe book. Kathy's Meals and Minutes cookbook. <gasps> Dave. Yeah. Dave. Yeah. Looking at all you English majors out there. Uh -huh. And last but not least, the built-in timer. Got a built-in timer. Which I would kind of loved if they didn't sell it with a built-in timer. Like if it was just like, this is just going to burn all your food. That'd be a great setting. Have you ever overcooked? Or if they went express race at GoPod. Thank pod. Where you move the timer outside of the device and just create an additional failure point of needing a battery and also needing to not lose that thing, which are just perfect. Daddy, it's perfect. <laughs> But All right. to me, I feel like I always, you know, as much as Dave loves books. That's a good point, sir. I love utensils. Some utensils are also interesting. So I'm always geared towards 
a nice dual-sided spatch. You can call it a spatula if you like. And I can't see... And speaking of clarity... Anything... Things are a lot clearer, you know? A better part of the package, because the pans that come with it, I know they mention them like they're add-ons, kind of, which qualify them for the Berryozer. You guys? You guys remember Berryozer? Barry started using the Bowflex. Yeah. Um, I do, yeah. That's great to hear. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. You're welcome. But because they're so integral to the machine's existence sure my bias is to overlook them take a look through them by my nature mm, that's a good one dan and i agree with you but i also agree with every single one of these whoa cowboy i'm having a hard time whoa. just picking one because this is the full package 19 inches this is the differentiator from the form and all of these together so if you told me to just pick you know i may swing whatever vote this is whatever dave goes I want him to win. I'm going to go there, but how many push-ups you want to do here, pal? I think everything is important to it. So, and that's important to me. I can't pick one. I have two of them. I'm sorry. We're sorry. For me, it's a. How about a little butter? Wait, wait in there, man. Linda, Linda, Linda. How about an eight-ounce strip over here? Yeah. Postcard that baby because it's my birthday. Time to turn your birthday stick. Because finally, time. <laughs> For me oh. to pick the recipe book. Oh, yeah. And here's why. Woo! Because I trust Woo! Kathy's approach. Candy bar uses, filled cakes. I trust Kathy's cooking. I'm just going to use a little uh, ranch dressing. I trust wow. the visuals. Look at that. I'm mm -hmm. saying, I don't know how to come in and use a divider pan. Divider pan. I don't know how to come in and use a mini pan. It's probably my favorite. Built-in timer. Yeah, maybe that's a good trick. And here's some bullet fast magic. But listen, the first thing I'm doing before I open this thing up is reading the manual. Squeeze. Reading the recipe book. Squeeze. And figuring out what little goodies. Squeeze. Kathy has for me to make in my home while I save energy. Okay. It's what it is. I'm going to jail. It's what well, it is. I'm going with Dave. I'm going to jail. Yeah. Swing yeah. it. Swing it with Dave. 100%. 70%. It's the book. Yeah. How can it not win? Yep. How can it not win this time? You finally pulled the trigger, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad that we finally found a book that meets your specifications for actual ownership, not just the curiosity of enjoying it in theory, but being mm -hmm. the victor. Yeah. You're right, man. It's all about Kathy. And she's got big Nana energy. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you walked into someone's house, there was three doors <laughs> and you're walking in and you had to eat a meal from whoever was behind that door. If you saw Count Popeil, make a low country seafood boil for your friends. <laughs> <laughs> or a son of these. Low country boil. Like, oh man, this is going to be a weird meal. And this is called Asa what? Asa Buka. So, Kathy. Kathy. Help. Go. Yeah. What'd you make? Big, thick, man sized sandwiches. Right. What'd you make, Nan? Oh. I think that uh, steak is ready. Yeah. I know you made dessert. What'd you make? Candy bar filled cake. Is it crazy, dude? <laughs> yeah, and I feel like if you physically had this book, my brother, Matt Sando. My cousin Arnold. He famously loves cooking. I'm cooking. He loves cooking systems. Cooking systems. He'll take the recipe on a can. He used to make these cans out of steel. Or on a box. The boo box. He'll use that recipe. And now I'm going to show you how to make my uh, clam sauce. Like he did the Narragansett low country boil. Enjoy this low country boil. On the Narragansett can. Ah, that is very sneaky. And we were all like, Matt, this is so good. Where'd you get the recipe? He's like, it's on the can, man. Let me see that. I did the can recipe. Right? Nobody eats like that. Nobody. I bet. Hey. 
We have we have an official bet. That Kathy has like three or four recipes in there that are like lights out. Now where's an outlet? She's like, well, this is one I usually do regularly in my oven, but I tried it in here and it's pretty fucking good. It's not too bad. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love the door scenario too, because I feel like when I'm going through Kathy's door. A door handle punched a hole in the drywall. I know I'm going to have a bowel movement. Dump it in. And it's going to be a normal <laughs> bowel movement. Clean up as a breeze. I'm going mm. to, to, I'm walking at Ron Popeil. I don't know what's going to happen there. Coconut shrimp. And Eric Thies, I know what's going to happen there. You have a good nose. So it's like, (laughs) and it's going to come out fast and furious. You can cook things really fast. Yeah, a little butter oil right there. (laughs) Kathy's book, let's do it. Come on. Can you buy just the book? Very good question. I wonder if Kathy has just a book. Creating time-saving cookbooks is my life. She does. She has just cookbooks available. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with Eat This Book. I mean, her newest cookbooks include Ramen Joy and Ramen Nibbles. Yes, ramen. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new Ramen Joy cookbook. Which are homemade dishes and desserts made with instant ramen noodles. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new cookbook, Dump Soups and More. See ya. Uh, that's kind of awesome. That's why I created Dump Diet. See? She She's all over. She is right at it. Can't do it better now. Remember when Dan said yeah. Big Nana energy? Kennedy, she's got Big Nana energy. Mm-hmm. That was great. Thank you. I was hoping that'd make the board. This is great. <laughs> this is not real, right? This is great. It's <laughs> Is this real? This is great. This is real. <laughs> it's not like sunglasses as well, actually. <laughs> like a different set of eyes. You're terrible. <laughs> is this a joke? Draw your own conclusion. Watch. All right, let's go draw another conclusion. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kimberly. <laughs> right, yeah. Now, all these recipes are in the cookbook with times, and the recipe comes with it. My kind of recipe. Kathy's Meals and Minutes Cookbook. There is a recipe that, and you know, the cookbook gives you simple step-by-step instructions, and most are made in under 10 minutes. And when you call, be sure to ask about Kathy Mitchell's Easy Eaten Recipe Club. Yeah, stretch out a little bit before we get to the Mick Hasty Rosemary Turkey Meatloaf Award for Best Dish. And here is the insane menu that Kathy lays out. And this is, it might not be everything. We think it's everything, but it might not be. It's most things. And I'm sure we'll be able to pick a very fair winner out of all that's being presented. So our nominees are the normal pizza, as we'll call it. We got some pepperoni. We got some, looks like a little pep, little pepper, a little onion. She put olives on it. She puts olives on everything. She had the Mexican pizza. Olives on everything. Great powder for everything. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawaiian pizza with olives. Mm-hmm. We had the side-by-side two fucked up omelets. Mm-hmm. We had the stuffed French toast, the ham and Swiss tomato panini. Yikes. We had the Reuben. We had that steak. A little butter right there, man. And then instead of steak, we're doing chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat meat, so they do the marinated pork. They have the cine minis, the little smokies. They have the rosemary turkey meatballs. Wait, can we stop? Is that it? Did they win? Is this a joke? <laughs> this is real. Is turkey? <laughs> the meatballs. She had the stuffed mushrooms. Sure. A little seafood stuff in there, babe. Ooh. The white pizza. The kukitsa. Yeah. The candy bar mooncake. Yes, please. Right now. And the pineapple. Upside down, Kate. Mm-hmm. Dave, I can see that you've already had enough butter while you waited there, man. You want to jump in the shallow end of the pan? Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> That's not hard at all. <laughs> this is the tricky one. So it's kind of dummy. Pr- Were you guys grossed out by the pizza? <laughs> just the olives. Yeah. <laughs> just the ranch. <laughs> you got to have a pizza with like just a nice brown on top. Hey, did I mention this is also a pizza oven? This one isn't going to do that because there's just, there's not enough area. So you're going to get steam. Flavor steam fry. But like, I don't know. I would definitely eat a pizza 
in this thing. I'd give it a shot. Give it a shot anytime. Even though it's not yeah. quite right. Or a homemade Italian pizza bread. Well, you know what you could do, bro? Is you could... Sorry for going to your bro just now, actually. No, my apologies. No. Bro, bro, that's <laughs> fine, is, bro. Brother man. Once I get to my product demo here, it'll all make sense. All right, Dano. So this should sit next to the Sputnik on the back of your cart that you have outside of the strip club. Yeah. Maybe it's lipsticks. And <laughs> you're also selling little pizzas while you're cleaning guys' shirts yeah. and then giving them mints, mm. mouthwash, and cologne. Yeah. And the gotta go home to somebody package all right yeah. if you want the pizza that's the 60 dollars package you can also grab yourself two gatorades yep. let me ask you uh, a personal question you want to do the hot dog the corn dog package that's 50 bucks but you only get one gatorade with that and either way we'll do your shirt give me your shirt Look, the mustard is gone and then you're good boom and they get a free call now t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> it's like a high school football game or like d3 football yes. game thing where there's like oh oh you yeah got pizzas here and he's like yeah we actually got this cool thing Look at See the streamers? And then someone walks over, like, <laughs> back to their buddies. And like, they got pizzas, dude. And they're pretty good. Not too bad. You know, like, this is not a bad pizza. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. And that would happen there, you know? Booster Club pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the omelets are cool, but I'd never make an omelet like that. I've never been able to hit anything like that before and get away with it. And it'd be okay. And it'd be leak. The French toast is cool. Would never do that. I think that's cool? The paninis are cool, but... Where do you see this? Form and grill. Now, look at our grill marks compared to their grill marks. So I'm going to have to pick one of the sweet ones. That's sweet. I gotta go with any of the baked goods. So I'll take a candy bar moon cake. Did you get some of the candy? Mm -hmm. Because that might be the thing is like, if you had the mold, you could make whatever you wanted with this thing. You can do what I want, how I want, and when I want. And then maybe you had that mold. The insertable divider pad. And then maybe you just had like a nice recipe that you got in the rhythm of that's like- Everything is clear. You could cook your apartment if you're 20 years old, like, Make one of those mooncakes. These are the ones that I like a two spice. You split it up and you're like, make another one. <laughs> another. And you just kind of keep going, all right, man, we, we got enough. We got enough. You know, like you could just be this like little magician of baked goods when, you know, that's what I'm going with. A great, great dessert pasta. Candy bar mooncake. Candy bar filled cakes. Oh. Sweets. I'm going with the sweets, baby. Joyce, you are a five. Oh, sweet tooth Sandrine. Mr. Dave Sugarman. Mark, you want the white pizza because you like the ranch. That's not an ingredient for pizza. I don't know. I don't know what to say, really. Pick the steak. Time to Time turn your birthday steak. No, 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 no. No. Anytime you have to smush a steak into a device. We have stuffed burgers. You can't actually go to take on steakhouses. Spending all that money at the fancy steakhouse. Like, it's a rule. If you compromise the length of the steak, take it back about an inch just to fit it into something. You take it back about two inches. It's just yeah. easier for them to come here and have it do it for them. It's just a lot easier for them to come to a restaurant and let us do it for them. You can't do it. I will not do it. Can I switch the steak? No, don't do that. <laughs> uh uh. No. I said no. I, I will. I will. I will. No. A jalapeno? Have some goddamn integrity. Hey, I actually got to say it's. I'm just kidding. You don't have to. The turkey meatballs. Special low cow meatballs. These are ground turkey. Because. Because ah. you're Italian. The inches. <laughs> we need are everywhere around us. They fit in that insert so well. The mini food pack. And it was also what she was talking about, like the three ingredient ingredients things that she makes. Less than three ingredients, my kind of recipe. In this cookbook. And I was like, that's a pretty cool thing because they are talking about health. They are talking about knowing what's in your food and stuff. Ingredients are fresh and there are no preservatives. Mm -hmm. It kind of just like checked a lot of boxes, even though okay. I love meatballs and stuff like that. Italian ricotta pasta. And beef meatballs are a little better in most cases, but instead of beef, we're going to go to chicken. I like the creativity of the turkey meatball using the insert. And that'll be done. But then it got me to thinking. What would you think if I put dirt on Isn't it? Isn't this 
the perfect thing for like Michael Scott and his condo to have. I am going to totally pimp this place out. Mm -hmm. This is exactly yeah, so <laughs> all the things he would make. He would make Hawaiian pizzas every night. Yeah. I like that. I like that. A couple of things I would like to talk about. Mm. The steak, you're right. It was a little bit too big. It's just a London broil they put in there. But I think that's the best looking steak we've seen on an infomercial. Must carve that baby. It's my birthday. Yes, it no. is. Because she put the onions and the mushrooms on there. Mushroom and onion. And she put a little bit of, was it a little? Steak sauce, she called it. A little bit of steak sauce. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Whatever. Sauce is butter. Because again, this is your market. This is a large, cheap steak. Mm -hmm. This is the cheapest steak you can buy and still call it a steak. But you know, oftentimes the cheaper cuts of meat need a lot of time to cook. You're not gonna like sit there and carve it on your plate. Like you're gonna slice it thin afterwards. Like this is a tailgate thing too, right? Mm -hmm. Which would have been a, a not too bad cutaway. You guys think so, don't you? Of like rolling through the tailgate and it's like, oh wow, they got their steak. Then instead of steak, they're doing chicken. It also does chicken. And they're just rolling through every single thing they can do. Post game, they got the pineapple upside down cake. My world famous. Upside down cake. A little extra brown sugar and butter while they wait there, man. Here's the butter. And just, you could really do it all. I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. But mm. I love the steak in this because it was an Applebee's steak. Applebee's, get it together, baby. Mm. And I was like, oh, you can get Applebee's quality steak out of this thing. That's better than anything else I've seen on yeah. information. It's better. No, it wasn't. There was no microwave in this one. Put it in the microwave <laughs> oven. The person who makes a steak in this thing is like the guy who you don't really like that you live with in college. No, not at all. I'm pretty confident of this product. You're like, man, he cooks a lot of meat in this room. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dude, are you cooking a steak in that thing? He's like, yeah, it doesn't even fit. And he's like, this gets it done fast. So fast. It does it fast. <laughs> and you're like, right. well, you sure are confident. All right. You're like, mm -hmm. all right, Brett. Did you catch a game last night? Oof. <laughs> All right. Man, that's a tough one, man. I really like the cake thing, too. I really want to eat it. Looked incredible. Oh, it's incredible. I thought that looked great. Looks great. But I think when it comes down to it, I got to go with the candy cakes, man. Got those little candy bars. Because one, I also think of it as back to Big Nana energy. Mm. That feels like a very grandma thing to do. Thanks for the vote of confidence, Granny. Yeah. Of being like, oh, I made you a chocolate cake. I mean, oh, that's great. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Graham. Sorry to say, Graham. And then you cut into it and you cut through a melted Milky Way in it. And you're like, I don't know what to say, really. Yeah. Graham, are you from the future? Like, how how did you no, I want this. to go to there? Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Oh, you found what perfect is. She's like, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. More perfect. I was going to make you little Smokies, but uh, I decided I would just give you more cholesterol and you're like yeah that's what i want <laughs> well it's a lot more than about being fat well yeah but little known fact is that when grandmothers cook food for their grandsons there's no fat or cholesterol yeah. in it so it's fine yeah. so you can just eat yeah. <laughs> you just eat all you want it doesn't matter it's that's the rule i'm pretty sure yeah right because that's not why i am fat and have high cholesterol and, and pre-diabetic so the winner is because it has to be oh i'm sorry hold it Ron. i'm sorry it appears we have a late breaking we have a protester. It is so nice to hear you cheering for what I just said. Oh, Mark, fire away. What do you have, sir? What do you got? All right. Dan, take your family out of this. Goodbye. Take Caitlin out of this. Dave, if you were living single. Ooh, good question. <laughs> Obviously, we would buy this. Yes. Would you be making candy bar <laughs> mooncakes for yourself? Uh, no way. Okay. No. 
Nope. No. Zero percent change. That changes a lot, though. Mm-hmm. I just changed it a lot. I just did it right in front of you. What do you think? Okay. That's fun, though. Okay, I'm always up for fun. We can switch it up. Throw the broccoli away. Drink the water. Yeah. So that's yeah. actually a different category. That is the Chris S. And that's important to me. Award for best <laughs> dish you would cook if you lived alone forever. Fresh homemade pasta. That you saw on this. Yeah. So that's. Different category. And something that's fairly fast. Good exercise. It's like a, working a muscle against a muscle. It would definitely be the steak. This is a beautiful porterhouse. Mm, it is. It would definitely be the steak in that instance. Mm. Big. Well, because like, I know I haven't gone to the gym in a couple months. I have a universal gym at home. I'm going to start going low carb. And I happen to love beef jerk. So if I eat this entire London broil. <laughs> buy loaves of meat. <laughs> yeah. This entire 36 ounce London broil by myself. Like, there's no carbs in that. Well, it's a lot more than about being fat. I'll definitely be full on it. I never buy any vegetables anyways, so that doesn't matter. Steam healthy vegetables, hot dogs and buns. <laughs> yeah. So it would definitely be the steak. Nothing that involved any actual preparation. Are you guys ready? Or cooking. I'm cooking. It would be the steak, but without the mushrooms or the onions. Oh, yeah, yeah, guys. She's cooking steak. It would just be salt, pepper, and then hopefully I could, like, unstick the old, old garlic powder that's moved from four apartments with me. No, don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad. Just yeah. banging on the table, though. Banging on the table. Yeah, just, like, really trying to get <laughs> yeah. it loose. Beautiful, skin-tight dress. See, I know you put garlic yeah. on meat. Stinky, nasty garlic. I know how to cook. You're going to cook with it? Idiot. I'm totally with Dan, except... Shut for the exact same reason. Instead of steak, you're doing Instead chicken. Instead of steak, I'm doing chicken. Oh. Yeah. Instead of beef, I'm going chicken. Especially if you have children. Like, I gotta stay fit for all these chicks. Jenny, you're gonna love that. Aren't around, you know what I mean? I'm doing the Reuben. Yeah, I was thinking that too, Mark. Yeah. That means you gotta have pastrami or corned beef yeah. in your place, though. And you have to build the sandwich. We're going to build the wall. And sauerkraut and some Russian dressing. You just said it's not Russian. Some Swiss. And you have to build the sandwich and then, like, butter it. The wall just got 10 feet taller. I would get the sandwich fresh and then just be like, I'm too hungry. I'm just eating it because I'm single. I alone. It sounds like Mark's gonna be a much more well put together single man yeah. than either of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I'll have bread, I'll have meat. I've been a rich man. Whoa. I'll go to the store first. We're like, Ooh. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> I got couscous and chicken. It also does chicken. If we're arguing against making a sandwich. I don't know what to say. Right? <laughs> this is yeah. one of the easiest things to do. <laughs> I mean, Dave, like, yeah, I mean, I'm saying like, no. I'm lucky. Says yeah. you, man. You Making know? a sandwich is hard. <laughs> that's not hard at all. You're talking about that versus like ordering food. People in my audience here today would like to or going to order one of these machines. Okay. Say, so, uh, can I reheat Postmates in this? Yeah. yeah. All right. That's the answer. It's like, uh, well, actually, what it is is you still order two or three meals. So I call this. My burger extravaganza. And then you combine your leftovers and your express ready to go for your sad yeah. breakfast the next day because mm-hmm. yeah. you don't own any breakfast food. Broken eggs, including the shells. And it's harder to get breakfast delivered just because mm-hmm. of time. Kind of what you call bare lie or tight lie. Sure. All right. I guess I'm going to have chicken parm, some leftover steak tips. And yeah. <laughs> For breakfast. Well, and you just put it on a pizza. You like pizza? <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good curveball. Just a bit outside. Yeah. Mm. yeah, Mark, I like that. I think we had a like a sub Ronnie. To a dream within a dream. There. So we had the rosemary turkey meatloaf, which our champion was the candy bar mooncake. Congratulations. Now, I know you love chocolate. Mm-hmm. I heard this is your dad's favorite. Dad loves this one, and he's got those little candy bars all, all over right. the house. All right, candy bar uses. filled cakes. There is a recipe that tells you how to take a box cake mix and split it into thirds. So you just okay. fill the wells. And now on this side, I'm just going to put a little candy bar treat. Now, this is really going to be a mystery dessert because I have no idea what flavor this is. <laughs> and then, substation. Chris, that's, that's important. 
What I'm looking for is an easy to make meal. I want to show you how much sear we've got already on that steak. Um, not a lot of ingredients. Oh, I think that uh, <laughs> steak is ready. Put in your olive oil. And some Swiss cheese. Sure, pastrami Can't have Swiss. pastrami without pickles, right? And that's important to me. Um, I guess, I don't know, just thank God we all found people who can stand us. I think that's what wins there. I thought we were done with the personal question. Because well, you know. it sounds pretty bleak otherwise, so. You put in your stewed tomatoes. A Oof. lot of steak. And tomatoes. I don't eat meat. Just cooking tomatoes in there. You don't slice the tomato, you caress it. Stewed tomatoes. Stewed tomatoes. Little basil. Yeah, so many <laughs> fresh tomatoes. Why are you using stewed tomatoes? Now, you don't have to use eggs. No, um... I'm sorry, I just think this date is going <laughs> really well, and this is going to be the main course. And then I, I actually- I just don't want to goof it up. I always goof it up. I'm so stupid. I don't want to goof it up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, oh my Chris. <laughs> Chris, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Chris S. You can add your pasta to it. <laughs> And 10, 15 minutes later, we have fresh homemade pasta. So I think the would you, wouldn't you, we all totally would, I think, right? Yeah. Would you own this thing? The answer is yes. At different points in your life, it would have different meaning. That means while dad's steak is cooking to a perfect medium rare. I wish I had met the Express Rice Echo a few years ago and things could be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. you know? Do you like hot fudge sundae? I think now it would live in like waffle iron yeah. status in my house where it's like, I have it. Linda, 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 how about an eight ounce strip over here? It's in the not quite junk drawer. And I have a drawer like this at home. In, there's like the cabinet with the pullout thing that has like the, the systems go in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. The magic bullets in there. Outstanding. The waffle iron. Yeah. It's a good long iron. It's just closer to the front. Just because they're in the upper front part. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The ones I use are in the front and this would be like in the middle. It's familiar enough to me that it's like the foreman. It's the four. Which I grew up with the foreman and we used it a lot. We used to make these cans out of steel. That it's like Okay, I could find ways to use this. That's the test that you never see on TV. Yeah. And yeah. probably in reality, it would be to make paninis and sandwiches. The first see-through sandwich. Like Mark is saying. Did you cook meat on your foreman? You've been real hard on the sandwich train in terms of foreman usage in your formative years. Were you a meatman on there either? Our grill marks are amazing. Yeah, we did hamburgers. So I call this my burger extravaganza. Yeah, but only four. We know what these things about. This. So we can do six burgers at once. Yeah, but two burgers in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. I like you. Cool. All right. So first of all, nice. It's not done yet. <laughs> I like you. I'm gonna show you my candy bacon. <laughs> I bit you some blueberries. You have a good nose. <laughs> Sorry. We're going wide. From the top of her buttock to the back of her knee measures 15 inches. <laughs> Mark, what was your countertop magician situation? Countertop magician? Did you have any press cooking devices that were in the same oeuvre of the Express Ready Set Go? Yeah, yeah it was the foreman, and I hated it because he couldn't clean it. Jesse, how'd you find it to clean? I've said that like four times so far. 64. But, yeah. The commercial was misleading, too. Yeah. Well, they have like the plastic scraper tool thing. Durable, mm. double-coated, non-stick surface, which makes cleaning easy. That's why I couldn't <laughs> pick things in this one because I was like, oh, it's all the things... I wish the foreman had, so this just gives me <laughs> the things that I think it needs, and it's fine. It's perfect for what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd probably never use it. I would never use it right now.
But if A, I knew Stan Jacobs maybe get a couple points off this thing, mm-hmm. I'm buying it. I'm cooking. I'll buy anything Stan Jacobs yeah. puts out there. Yeah. I really like the host. Mr. Joseph Ferragos. And obviously the pitch woman. And Kathy Mitchell. And I just fucking got it. You get it all for just three easy payments. This thing, yeah. just everything made sense. Everything is clear. Yeah. This is one that definitely falls into the category of if you're just doing it because you bought a ticket to the show and the parting gift is they also mail you this device. You're in, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the pitch person exam that we kind of run them through. Am I right or wrong? Is what they did on screen, was that enough for you to, to tip? Yeah. What's the standard tip here? 40 bucks? Hey, four footers. All right. It's in that sweet spot too. 40 bucks is a pretty easy trigger to pull. Bang! This thing's fine and they did a great job. You did a good job. That's what it is. That's what it is. I only have one system on my counter that stays on my counter. And it's not something you're going to sit on the counter and collect dust. What is it? Tell us. The bullet. Magic bullet. Well, not the bullet. We have the Come on, man. But the always stays. Again with this goddamn? I'm going to jail. Bleep it out. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is. I don't know. That and a coffee grinder. Where's your coffee grinder? As much as this is great, I'm not leaving it on top of the counter. How can chocolate pasta taste good? It's not staying there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not an animal. Not like I look bad. I'm not a fucking animal. You're not? Uh Uh-uh. I will say... Our bullet, some bullet is the most frequent resident of our counter. So you're gonna leave it on your counter and you're gonna want it there because you're gonna use it every single day. I don't consider the toaster a system. That's more of like a, a must have. Yeah. I like toasted buns. I don't know about you. Yeah. What else can be said that has been said already? Probably something a little bit smarter. Not coming from us. Oh, God. Thank you, Natural Light and Natter Days. Of course, everybody pick up your 30 racks of natural light natter days available in strawberry and pineapple lemonades here for the 2021 season also in select markets you can get your freeze pops be careful eight percent alcohol in those and again natural light natter days the official presenting sponsor of call now call now but hey i'm gonna crack a cold pink boy right now hope you do the same and otherwise i mean drive safe have fun at your apartments Bye. Good job. See ya. I can't believe Kathy thinks it's the best pizza she's ever had. Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, or follow on your preferred podcast medium. And for all things Call Now, visit callnowpodcast.com. And if you want to connect with the boys, you can find them at callnowpodcast on Twitter and Instagram, or send them an email at callnowpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't fight the urge to pick up the phone and call now, you can leave them a voice message at 617-356-7439. If you call in the next 30 minutes, you might just be the next star of Call Now. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Call Now. Thank you for listening. This has been a B-plus effort. We'll try harder next time.